Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. 32 minutes past the hour. Liftoff on Apollo 11. Well, before we get going too far, I, I think an apology is in order. Uh, especially for that, because that was incredibly distracting and annoying for people who are listening uh, to this uh, here show. Hey, what it is um, is that you got to crack open a nice ice-cold LaCroix. Um, have you heard of this thing called ASMR? Do you know what this is? Yeah, it's. I, 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 don't, I don't... I don't understand it either. Some pe- Someone was trying to explain it to me. It's like people like whisper into microphones and they... like. And they'll, like, do things around the microphone. It supposedly helps you sleep. Some people find it soothing. I don't I don't get it. Um, you know, just turn your phone off and go to bed if you need help sleeping. That's the first thing you should do there is go to bed. Uh, turn the TV off, turn your phone off, go to bed. Um, if, they, if you can't help, you know, if you have trouble sleeping. But anyway, um, no, the, 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 the thing I wanted to say before we got going was um, an apology, as it were, uh, uh, from uh, my my brother and I, um, uh, sorry that the the upload schedule has been well no schedule at all because we've been it's been really hit or miss a lot lately and even though we're not Catholic not Catholic at all we don't pray the Rosary and we don't pray to to, to Mary um, but we have been on our knees in confession uh, in sackcloth and ashes uh, apologizing why we haven't been uh, uploading episodes on the regular. Hopefully that'll change here soon now that I am starting a new employment and things are kind of be, be gooder, as it were, um, with the, the, the new episodes and content and everything. So an apology from us. Jacob, say you're sorry. I apologize. There you go. We're, we're sorry. Um, yeah. So there's that. But we're sorry. We're, we, yeah, we're, so, we're sorry. Like that guy that got convicted for that crime, he sang the song in front of the judge. Your Honor, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> to my mother, I'm sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I would have given an extra 10 years just for that sorry. <laughs> Get it, song? Um, anyway, Jacob, how's he doing? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Can't complain too much. Keeping it... I'm keeping it 100 all all the time. Isn't that what the kids say? The kids do say that. And, right. Uh, uh, that's what I'm. That's, that's what I'm doing. Right. Um, there is. A, I don't know if we'll have time for this, but I, I do want to. Ha- I have every now and then. I have things that percolate in my brain. Oh, is that right? Of things I want to talk about, and I'm I'm on this righteous crusade against true crime shows, especially shows like the new Netflix show Dahmer. Like, why Why are we doing this? What is the point? But of this? Joe, you Joseph, something new might come out that we that we didn't know about. Right. Uh huh. I'm this sure this one is different, Joe. This one's different than the other ones. So there's there's two sides to think about this. It's that they the the creators of the show are saying, well, they're trying to pay homage and you know showcase the 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 lies of the victims. Okay, that's one way to look at it. Um, people say, well, they want to know about the history of the person. Okay, that's another way to look at it. I. My personal opinion is that people want to see the gruesome, nasty stuff. They want to see Dahmer drilling holes into people's heads. They want to see that weird, freaky crap, okay? That's, they want to see it secretly. That's, what, that's why they're watching it. They don't really care about the victims or they don't care about, you know, you know all the other st- the peripheral stuff that happens in the background. They don't care about that. They want to see the gruesome, freaky stuff. That's what they want to see. 
Um, and you can, please, if you disagree, let let us know. You can email the show. I'll give you my personal email if you want that, but you got to email me first. Um, I, I want I want to hear your opinionings on this, if you so care to to uh, say so. What do you think, Jacob? Do you th- do you think I'm I'm completely, uh, you know, off the reservation like like Pocahontas? Well, for myself personally, I've never gotten into the true crime same, same. Uh, stuff. I have said multiple times that the only I guess you could say criminal or true crime person that I find interest in would be Ted Kaczynski. He's the only person that I would be like, okay. I kind of am curious about him. Because with him, there's an overarching theme of his manifesto that he wrote. Well, it's not even about the bombings. It's about the manifesto. Yes. That's that's what I'm more interested in. Uh, it seems that with these other true crime shows, there doesn't seem to be the difference because, I don't know, did Dahmer have a manifesto that laid out why he was doing what he was doing? So I, I think... For me, I think I think the, the the big fascination with it, with with these types of shows, are, is that we live such safe, sterile lives for the most part, and a lot of us can't even fathom that that level of evil in the world, or that somebody could even be um, driven to do something as as horrific as Dahmer or as John Wayne Gacy, these other. Uh, serial killers or whatever and but it's I, th- I would say it's different than if you were interested in learning about somebody like Jack the Ripper or somebody from um, so literature if you were to go back and read the Sherlock Holmes I think you're more interested in the story of you know well what happened to him you know so with that but we we, we kind of know everything that happened with a lot of the a lot of the most famous ones now so that's why i kind of don't get it like if what happened with Dahmer was brand new and we had no idea they had this all this had all this had just came out i could see being like oh i had no idea this this happened maybe i'll take a look at it but whenever it's been just whenever it's 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 just it's just such a dead uh, topic and it, we we have discussed this over and over again and there's really nothing new to come out except a different way to tell to, the story yeah to like well, to dramatize it it's I, like I, uh, the the latest show about um not Ted Kaczynski but um the the Manson Charles Manson the one with uh the the guy from High School Musical uh, what's his name no that was um Ted Ted Bundy Ted Bundy same thing they're all they're all murderers whatever. It's like have we've told the story before with the new Ted Bundy show was Zeke Af- Ef- Zach Efron Zach Efron Ted Bundy um uh we, we what's the point of this and it's like there there have been numerous TV shows and movies about Dahmer so it's not like the story has changed it's still the same story yeah he's a sick freak who killed people same story what's the point of going over and over it again but you know what? We can save that conversation for a later date. We, we but, can, but I think we can go more into it maybe. But later I think it's on. also just some reason why people enjoy horror films. Uh, well, see, the, the I think people, there's a difference though. Well, I think I, I think it's people enjoy horror films because they enjoy the terror and that it's a complete drawn um, from it's escapism kind of a because. A lot of horror films cannot exist in reality. There's just, there's just, there's just no. Well, you take a movie even, like you take a movie like it. 
That's well, no, never well, no, gonna happen. No, but I'm in reality. saying even if you had a film like um, Jason, or not sorry, Friday, Friday the Thirteenth, or um, Nightmare. Night, no, well, not, not, not Nightmare on Elm Street does with Supernatural. I'm talking like a slasher film. Oh, okay, like where Saw. it's just a dude. Yeah, Saw, right? Um, <clears throat> even though I don't really care for those films very much <clears throat> personally, yes, they exist in reality, but there's no way this any of that stuff could actually happen. There's no way that could actually any of that um, could exist. So I think people were it's 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 just real enough to suspend your disbelief, but at the same time you're like, yeah, this 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 could never happen. Like a guy like Michael Myers just going around stabbing people, and there's not one angry redneck that just shoot him. So the lot of these films, but I think that's where people are drawn to them is because they're. They're they're drawn to oh well this this could happen this might happen and it's just real enough to to, to suspend your disbelief while not actually being too realistic where um or people are not people just don't become interested in it anymore yeah. and it's that thrill and it's because I think as I said before I think people live really safe lives and this is a way that they can be um, exhilarated a little bit. I, I tried watching horror films because I was like, okay, I got to see what, what all this interest is in these types of movies. So I watched all the Nightmare movies, like the Nightmare on Elm Street, I think is what they're called, with the, the slasher movie. Like, like this, Freddy Krueger? Yeah, I'm like, this is incredibly stupid. This is so dumb. Did you not enjoy that at all? No, they're, they're just beyond stupid and dumb. That, and it just further cements my the reason why I don't watch these movies because they're all bad. <laughs> Most horror movies, I'd say 90% of horror movies, are bad movies. The acting's terrible. The plot's terrible. There's no rules involved. They're just terrible movies. And that's why I don't watch them. And when people are like, man, did you see this latest movie about such and such and you know the, the demons and the exorcisms? I'm like, yeah, no, stop. It's, stop. Stop lying to yourself and thinking it's a good movie. Now, we all watched It, you know, the chapter one and chapter two. Um. The- um, I didn't see chapter two. Wait, okay, you didn't. I don't, did I see chapter two? I think I did. I don't know. Um, they weren't good, other than the fact that they're a legacy story written by Stephen King. Schlock, terrible, bad, not good. I mean, that's my opinion on most horror movies. Not good. But anyway, um, if you want to switch gears and talk about a real horror movie playing out in real life, <laughs> I mean, if you want to, if you want to be honest here. Like, look no further than Russia, Ukraine. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah. I'm trying to trying to influence a little, I guess, a little accent to to be more hip with with the uh, with. You gotta the, have some nice tie-ins there. Some yeah. nice pop culture tie-ins. You th- you think that'll work with the young folk? Definitely. Def- We're definitely gonna get <laughs> just trending. get trending on TikTok yes, this whole we, episode. We might get on that one. Who's that guy that Kamala Kamala is always talking to? Charlemagne the God. I don't we know. might get on his show if we, maybe if we start talking all hip and with and with it whatever it is anyway enough of that um anyway so i don't know if you people have been following what's going on with russia ukraine recently uh if you roll your r's make you sound more intelligent <laughs> as i've come to makes find you out. sound very very um ethnic and, and well informed yes russia ukraine um so if you haven't been following what's going on, and I've kind of been just dabbling in the waters, as it were, when following this story, because, well, for a while, it seemed like nothing was happening. It's just a lot of going back and forth. Well, some big stuff started to happen here in the last couple of weeks. So, um, a, a major resource 
and a major source of uh, the way that Russia has a stranglehold, if you will, like the Ted Nugent song, Stranglehold over... Ew. <laughs> what? You don't like that song? Just continue. Okay. The, one, of the way, one of the major sources of strength that Russia has over Europe, and especially Germany, are pipelines, natural gas pipelines, Nord Stream 1 and 2. So they have these pipelines that, that ship natural gas. They don't ship, but they send natural gas to Germany to the rest of Europe. Now, keep in mind, this is a point of leverage that they have over Germany and Europe. Um, one might say that it's a significant thing. Wouldn't you say so, Jacob? Yeah, I mean, if you were to control the energy, <clears throat> if you were to control energy for an entire continent, essentially, then you being able to say, you know what, no more energy for you, that's, that's kind of a big bargaining chip on, on the um, table. You might, you might say so. It's like having a guy down, guy down O2 in an account. It's like you can play. A, look, you are in control of the situation right now. You, you could say such things. So we uh, awake one morning to the news that uh, Nord Stream One and Two, I believe, was blowed up, bombed, blowed up by some unknown um, peoples blowed up the uh, Nord Stream 1 and 2 pipelines. And what was the initial reaction from the political class, from the media, from the uh, the our betters in the national Institu- in, in the national uh, cabal of foreign policy advisors? Well, there's only one there's only one I mean, there's only, I mean, John Brennan was on Fox News or MSN, or CNN and MSNBC, and his logical con- conclusion to all this was, well, Russia blew up their own pipelines. Uh, uh, you know, uh, what's it? An- Anthony Blinky, Anthony Blinken, the S- Secretary of State, yeah, Russia blew up their own pipelines. The president, Kamala, all of, yeah, Russia blowed up their own pipelines. So, so let, let's think, let's think this through. Vladimir Putin, the, the supreme ruler of, of Russia, decides, you know what? I have this great control over Germany and Europe through these pipelines. And I'm going to make that even more so. I, I'm going to take a step up, and I'm going to blow up my own pipelines. What do you guys think? Brilliant, Mr. President. Brilliant. Yes. That is the greatest plan I've ever let's, heard in my whole life. Let's just cut off all of our influence over the region and let's just just bloat it up let's just do it does that make any sense so all the people who are saying you know what yeah russia did blow up their own pipelines let's 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 think this let's think this through that would be like um the united states uh just blowing up the state of florida or just blowing up all of its oil taps or just filling in Every natural gas crack in the in the country. Do, do you do you see how that's a dumb idea? Or it would be <clears throat> taking the, the wings off every airplane. <laughs> or it'd be the equivalent of, um, of China destroying their entire semiconductor plant, just yeah. just blamp all of them, saying, "Ha ha! Guess what? We do, we just, we destroyed our entire semiconductor um, infrastructure." Just because we could, and that was the argument. The argument I heard from these some of these pundits was, uh, this was uh, somebody asked, well, why would he do this? 
and they said things along the lines of, "Oh, well, this is just sh- this is just Putin showing 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 his power, showing that he can." I was like, my, my first reaction to that was, "Okay, if Putin really wanted to just demonstrate the warfare capabilities, wouldn't he just set a bomb off in the middle of of, of Siberia and then just streamed it to YouTube or something and say, like, "Yeah, we have bombs like this." Why would he just? Dis- why would he purposely destroy his own bargaining chip? against Europe to maybe I know this is a crazy idea this is going to make me make me sound like I'm part of I'm like I'm part of the the um Russian trolls but if hypothetically the Ukraine was to jo- was to join NATO or they were in talks about it Putin could say okay if 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 they join NATO Europe doesn't get any more natural gas take your pick this this is your options here uh, now that bargaining chip has been taken away from him, now Putin does not have any control over what happens in in Europe as far as uh, their ability to get natural gas from Russia. But what point would this is this is the equivalent of of having a a, a very strong hand in Texas Hold'em, like a full house or higher, and then just folding <laughs> or being forced to fold. <laughs> How much sense does that make when you already have the upper hand? You have the advantage. So just on that merit, it doesn't make any sense for him to do it. There's no motive for him to go out there and do what he did. Which makes all of these people who are defending it come up with these ridiculous excuses of like, oh, well, this was just a way that he could show strength. Isn't the fact that he invaded... uh uh, Ukraine evidence enough. If of he wanted to show strength, wouldn't he have just bombed a hospital in Ukraine? Or if he if he really wanted to show strength and really wanted to strike fear into Europe, couldn't he have just carpet bombed some random city in Ukraine, and it would have as much effect of showing strength? I mean, we'll, we'll get to that in a second because that that is kind of happening. So that that's not the only shoe to drop, and. Um, of course, if you were to suggest as a sane, rational person that maybe the U.S. was behind uh, the attacks of the pipelines, you're like, oh, well, you, you hate America. E- even the left, even the le- MSNBC hosts are questioning. There was one bra- – I can't remember his name, but there was one brave dude who suggested, hey, maybe Russia didn't blow up their own pipelines. Maybe it was the British, the U.S., and maybe the Ukrainians, the Poles. Who knows? We're involved in this. And they're like, well, how, well, hold on a second. What Ex- evidence do you have? What? Explain yourself. How, how dare you question the narrative that Russia blew up their own pipeline? So that, that's the level of thought that you have to contend with when it comes to the, uh, the, the media class. Anyway, so um, that's, not, that's not the only shoe to drop in this whole saga that's been going on. Um, I don't, you probably remember this. Um, just a couple of days ago, the, the Ukrainians blew up a bridge. Yes. Now, this is the civilian bridge that connects Crimea to Russia. If you remember, uh, Russia went in and took over Crimea several years ago, and that, that is <coughs> pretty much they've claimed that territory is theirs, and they built this bridge so people can go to and fro uh, from Crimea from Russia. Ukrainians, I guess, with a truck bomb, uh, supposedly, it's what I'm hearing, blowed up the bridge. Blowed up. I love that word. It's such a great word, blowed up. They blew up the bridge. Now, why? Why? In this tit-for-tat kind of escalation in this war. 
So, fo- so following meetings with the top security officials, Russian President Vladimir Putin said Sunday that Ukrainian intelligence is behind a daily attack on the Crimean Bridge. According to the head of the National Investigation Committee, Alexander Bergevin, the attack was originated, uh, organized by Ukrainian uh, secret services, which are aided by some Russian and foreign nationals. The, the author's perpetrated sponsors are the Ukrainian Secret Service, Putin said in a meeting with heads of an investigation committee, according to the video shared by the Kremlin. There is no doubt that this is a terrorist act aimed at destroying critical Russian civilian infrastructure. Now, um, I, I don't take anything that Putin says uh, as, as gospel, neither do I with Zelensky or Biden for that matter. But, you know, I, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt to people who aren't overtly lying to me. Now, uh, Putin very well, may, very well may be lying to me. I don't know. But I know for dang sure that Biden and Zelensky are overtly lying to me every step of the way throughout this whole process. I know that for sure. The only reason why I give a little bit of, I guess, deference to Putin is because Giving, giving that I know the past 30 years of, of uh, foreign policy and history when it comes with NATO, the U.S., uh, and Crimea, or uh, in Ukraine and Russia, I'm thinking, you know what? I'm, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this one by year. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes, it makes perfect sense. So when, 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 you, when, when Ukraine is blowing up these bridges and, they, and then they're putting it on stamps— you heard that right. They're putting the, the images of this bridge being blown up on stamps, taking credit for it. Even on their own Twitter page, they're putting sick burn. Yep. Sick burn. The, they the, also posted the, uh, the um, Grand Theft Auto Wasted logo. Yes, yes. I, 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 I don't know what to do with this information. Because at the same time, the, 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 U, the, United, the, the U.S. President Joe Biden, in all his demented... Uh, dementia wisdom uh, is talking about we are closer than ever to Armageddon and nuclear war since the Cuban Missile Crisis. Why would you say that? Why? Uh, excuse me, but what the hell is wrong with these people? What What is wrong with you people? You've got Putin saying now that he is not bluffing about using tactical nuclear weapons because he annexed or recognized in a speech several more uh, Ukrainian uh, areas as well, they Russian voted. territory. They voted to leave. They voted, which and is another course, funny and thing. And of course, everybody says, well, the votes were a sham. So freaking what? Which is funny because, because you know, that's, that is literally democracy. If, if a majority of the population wants to be part of Russia and they vote that way, isn't that the will of the people? Well, democracy only that's works the, if, democ- if, it's, if it's in the favor of the left, Jim. Well, yeah, of course. H- haven't you haven't you figured that out? By uh, now? I'm sorry, I'm behind all the times. So, so these areas vote to be part of Russia. Whether that these were legitimate votes, I don't friggin' care. I don't care if they were, if they weren't. Why? Because what interest is it of mine? None, and neither is it of yours, unless you live in the area. Which, if you're listening to this podcast, you live in an area, might, now might be a good time to get out. Um, but now, now that Putin has recognized these areas as Russian territory, and he will defend them with any means he sees fit, and now you've got the president of Ukraine blowing up bridges, blowing up pipelines, very likely. 
And now Russia is just is just dropping bombs indiscriminately at power plants in in Ukraine in response to these uh, these attacks. And at the same time, you've got the president, U.S. Biden, talking about we're closer than ever to nuclear war and Armageddon since the 60s. What is wrong with you people? The difference is with JFK and I would have been Khrushchev, right? Khrushchev or not? Not would it be Gorbachev? Mm-mm. It'd have been Khrushchev, I think. Khrushchev. They were meeting with each other, talking it out. Hey, let's not blow each other up. We'll I mean, take, even Gorbachev was we'll uh, was take, speaking with we'll Reagan. We'll take the missiles out of Turkey if you take the missiles out of Cuba. Hey, there's a deal. We averted the nuclear holocaust. Is Biden sending Anthony Blinken to Geneva to talk with Putin and Zelensky? No. No, he's you know, calling him a thug. He's calling do you know, him. Uh, do you know? Do you know what what <laughs> what our idiot president is doing? Biden is promising further. <laughs> Air defense, air defense systems to Ukraine. Hey, keep up the good work there, Jack. Keep blowing up them Russians. Hey, he might use a nuke, but whatever. What is wrong with you people? This just further cements my thought of this is not about Ukraine. This is not about the Ukrainian people. This is not about Crimea. Zelensky is a mere pawn in this whole game. This is a direct confrontation between the U.S., NATO, and Russia. That's all this has ever been about. And NATO and the Ukraine just happens to be caught in the middle. Just so happens to be caught in the middle. This is not about Putin uh, trying to recreate the Soviet Union or being the, the next Peter the Great or the next great czar or whatever. This is about him trying to curb Western influences in his country. And he's being met with the NATO and U.S. resistance. Now, you can think, oh, well, Joe, this war was unprovoked. Putin just invaded for no reason. If, if that is your view, then you go back and listen to past episodes where we explain this. You can even go listen to uh, Dave Smith was on with Joe Rogan. Explained it perfectly in great this detail. Has not been, this, is, this, is, this did not start back in February. Yes, <laughs> But a lot of people, a lot of people do think that. Well, a lot, well, a history, lot of people. History did begin February twenty third, twenty twenty. But but too. but seriously, a lot of people do think that that these two countries were peaceful and everything was cool, and then all of a sudden Russia was like, you know what? Let's just go to Ukraine. Why not? This is good choice. But this is good choice. I like Ukraine. This is they good they could part of a Russia. But they don't understand that. Back in the Bush era, the Bush administration, Putin was saying things like, "If they move, if they if, if they move past a certain level, forget the forget the uh, the the territories for as far as far as NATO's influence," and he said, "Stop putting missiles in Ukraine. Stop putting missiles closer to the borders. Stop it." That's as literally the 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 funny thing about when it comes to foreign policy is if you just simply listen to it to what the enemy's saying it kind of cuts through all the bs right we had this with osama bin laden if you just listen to a, what to what bin laden said it kind of made a lot of sense what he did if you listen to what putin was been saying for the last two decades it makes a lot of sense to what he's doing because Putin's been saying the same thing for, for 20 years. Now, look, th by me saying this, I'm not defending him in any way. I'm not saying that his invasion of Ukraine was correct. It was not right. It was wrong. But it gives more context. You kind of understand why. 
You know, you know, this is so funny. Why this is so funny is because whenever a detective is looking for reasons why this person committed a murder, nobody says, oh, well, you must be on the side of the murderer. <laughs> nobody says that. It's only in this stupid world that we live in. When we try to look at a, when we try to look at the situation rationally and think, why is he doing this? Obviously, it's not because he's it's because he's evil. I mean, you could you could put you could put a you could put a mugshot of every former leader of any country, and they're all evil. The United States included. You could put Israel up there too. All these people, they're evil. They've done horrible, awful things. So this this game of oh well the, he's just a bad guy doesn't doesn't fly with me. He's an imperialist, Joe. Doesn't fly with me. You know why I say that? It's because Zelensky is in that crowd too. Because if you listen to what he said just a couple of days ago about how uh, uh, the the Zelensky is is urging NATO to to take preemptive strikes against Russia so they won't use a nuclear weapon. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, he again. He, what, he he literally did come out and say what that. What is wrong with you people? So here's what Zelensky said: What should NATO do? Eliminate the possibility of Russia using nuclear weapons. He said in a provocative Thursday remarks. I I once again appeal to the international community, as I did before February 24th, preemptive strikes so that Russia uh, knew would would know what they will happen to them if they use it, not the other way around. How how are we supposed to take this? Look, and then even better, when when asked about it, the press secretary for him said the president was speaking about a period before February twenty fourth. So, <laughs> preemptive strikes. Maybe maybe um uh, that context might have been helpful before you say, hey, you should just start World War Three so that way we don't get nuked. Or the possibility of us getting nuked. Again, a preemptive strike. What What are you going to strike? What are you going to hit? I guess the silos or just hit whatever systems they have to, to launch missiles. So I don't think anybody truly knows outside of the Kremlin what the capabilities of Russia really are. No. So if you were to hit the silos, I'm sure that they have the, the Ruskies, the, the Reds, have concocted some kind of scheme as to protect their nuclear silos, or they have other ways of delivering these warheads. That's just my wild guess, and I don't think that's an irrational one. And I think, of, and I think the United States and China probably has very similar capabilities uh, as well. So you've got the. This is what I. This is what I really loathe about Zelensky is that, in, in some ways, some people think this about Churchill too. Is that he has no power in his own country with his own military to do anything, zero, no power whatsoever. You know, the, you, know, you know the United States has given the Ukraine about $67 billion since February 24th? Mm-hmm. And, it, and, it's, and actually, it's a lot more than that because the U.S. arming uh, Ukraine goes back decades. And that's one of the reasons why Trump got uh, <laughs> impeached is because he withheld weapons from Ukraine because it was a shoddy deal that, he, that the Bidens had cooked up. And he was like, yeah, let's not do that. Then they tried to impeach him for it, and then he, even get, he ended up giving them more uh, weapons and more money. It's, it's it's a whole crooked scheme, this whole thing. And it goes back decades. But this is what I loathe about Zelensky. It's because he's not speaking from his power. He's not speaking from what he can do. Because he can do bupkis. He can do nothing. 
This, if, if the United States and NATO, or not NATO, but if the United States and other countries were not financially and basically holding their hand the entire way, Ukraine would have got rolled months ago. They have been turned over months ago. So he is speaking from a position of, well, I'll get the, I'll get the Americans to do it for me. I'll get the Nazis in my own country to do it for me. If you notice that Zelensky has been deleting pictures of his bodyguards because they have neo-Nazi symbols praising Hitler, it's like, oh, yeah, those guys are around me. I can't, I can't put that on Twitter. What is funny though is that whenever these come out, and they do, you know, there's occasional every so often, every so they, often they leak. People in the comments who 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 have the Ukrainian flag, which I think the Ukrainian flag is the same, it's going in the same bucket as pronouns, pronouns and as you with the mask on, um, your opinion is automatically just disregarded. I I do not Completely. care. Um, they will sit there and they'll be like, well, you know, it, it means a different thing over there or they're not doing a salute. They're just <laughs> our phones no, differently. Li- over here. Literally, there was a video of of a, a parade in Ukraine and there were children doing Nazi salutes like straight up just the third Reich in it. Zieg, Zieg heiling it. Gustav and and this one person said they're just waving. I was like, no, sorry. But there's the thing, right? If that would have happened at a Trump rally, oh, that's it. Confirmed. We have well, a remember, Hitler sighting. Remember months ago, there was that, uh, I think it was a Rays player that did the the jokingly did the salute and he got rolled on social media exactly my point exactly and, and yeah so if it happens in america me. they will they will cancel that person if they're collected if they're connected to a political party that is instantly labeled a nazi if one person shows up at a trump rally with a confederate flag or an ss patch that's it trump's literally a nazi well, he, he, but if you have an entire government and an entire army that support the ideology well you know they're going against Russia, so are they really that bad? <laughs> well, you know how hard they tried to connect Trump with David Duke in 2016? Mm-hmm. Even after he denounced him numerous times. Like, well, you didn't denounce him hard enough, so you must be really a supporter Will you of stand him. here and denounce him it's on like, live television? It, it's so ridiculous, the fact that uh, how many times he had to denounce. And he's like, it, it, at the end, he's just like, you know what? I don't effing care anymore. I'm not going to, yeah. I, I, I'm not doing this anymore. So, this... Zelensky, he, he is a he's a bad dude. He's a bad leader. Why? It's because he's relying on everyone else to do his job for him. How many how many Ukrainians have died because of Zelensky? How many Russians have died because of Putin? Far too many. This whole thing could have been over. This whole thing should have never happened to begin with. But the arrogance of the of the the, the Biden administration, the the Zelensky. Uh, dictatorship in Ukraine and the 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 extending of the olive branch that has been given numerous times by Russia to say hey let's talk it out and then every single time it gets They've given their terms many it times it gets foiled by the US and Anthony Blinken by the, the, the by the political class by the so-called foreign policy experts in the United States why can't we talk this why can't we allow them to talk this out well, well, Ukraine's got to win. We have to embarrass Putin. Do you know what that looks like? 
What is that? What does that look like? People don't is, play this out. Is that possible that you can even embarrass Putin without him going nuclear? But uh, another thing you can think it through. What would that take? Think about the resources and think about what it would actually take to defeat Russia. A country who many who many U.S. generals have said that if a if the United States were to go to war with Russia, in Europe the U.S. would lose every single time. Let's remember this. So that if you have the entire might of the United States government and military, that we cannot win a land war in Russia. This has been documented many many times. What what would the cost be of such an endeavor? You know we are approaching a year at this. Are we looking at another Afghanistan situation where there's just no winner and it's just complete decimation of the land and the people there? Um, you know, and I, I think, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who have, who who want nothing to do with any of this. There's a lot of just innocent um, civilians who have just been caught up in this and, you know, they're refugees. And I think there's a difference that when I, okay, when, when, when we criticize Ukraine, we're not criticizing the the cannon fodder that is that is caught in the crosshairs of all this. We're not talking about that on on Russia and on Ukraine side. We're talking about the governments involved. I feel, I feel that like sometimes I need to preface that because some people will be like, "Oh, well, you're attacking the refugee." No, 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 no. Listen, those who have lost their homes and all this because of that, they should be even more, in fact, on the side of us for ending this peacefully. But people don't really play this out. They they, they they just think that one day Putin's going to be like, oh, that's it. Throw the towel and I'm done. Oh, I'm done. I, I can't continue anymore. We're done. I think I, I think because this has gone on so long that we're closely getting to the point of no return. That uh, I, I think something – when they blew up Nord Stream 2 and 1 and 2 and they started blowing up these bridges, I think something's changed with, with Putin's outlook on this. It's because they have ramped up uh, – Bigly, as Trump would say. Bigly. Uh, bigly, as the Donald would say, um, in their retaliation. I, 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 think the, I think the game has changed now. I, I think that we are in the end game of this. And I, I think that the United States is, behind closed doors, is taking very seriously what Putin is saying right now. They, before it was kind of, oh, well, you know, we'll give them some weapons, we'll give them some money, and, you know, we'll, they'll have their fun over there in the snow and, and, and the, in the, you know, over there. And this thing, was, this thing will be over soon. No. Because it's gone on for almost a year now, I, I think something has changed with Putin. I think something, I think the, the United States is taking very seriously what he is saying. Because when I see Putin talking about using tactical nuclear weapons, or they're accusing him of it, um, I take it very seriously. I don't think he's bluffing. I really don't. I, I think I think the Russian Federation has been pushed around way too much, and I think there's way too much pressure on Putin to not lose this, to to make sure that th that they come out on top in all this. And it's very interesting now that there's articles in the New York Times about talking about how giving Putin an off ramp, because when you're fighting a nuclear powered uh, country such as Russia, um, you don't back them into a corner. You have to give them a way out because you make them desperate. Because <clears throat> if you if you back up a lion to a corner, he's going to jump at you. And when you back up the bear that is Russia, they're going to put a nuke on your head. So we need to be very. I, I, my 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 appeal to to the Biden administration is be very careful on how you choose to support the the Ukraine. 
Because if you continuously back Putin into a corner, I have no doubt that he might use a tactical nuclear weapon. And you know what? <laughs> Can't say I didn't tell you so. And it's it, it was so easy to see. Everyone's going to say, uh, this was unprecedented. This this No one saw this coming. I did. I, I, I'm a nobody. I'm a loser compared to all you people. I'm nothing. And I saw this coming. So don't don't fall for the lies. So I, I, I don't even know what to say anymore. I, I'm so dumbfounded. Well, what you could what I, what I was gonna say is <clears throat> a lot of people you have people that are now peddling and saber rattling nukes right now. That's the big the big topic now is nukes, and the. What what Biden said was very concerning that they will back Ukraine if a if a strike happens. And I I, I would I would ask people I haven't met really anybody in person who's who's you know waving the the, the um, Ukrainian flag more than more than the American flag and I consider Ukraine to be a fifty first state of America or anything. Right after Taiwan. Right after Taiwan, yeah. But what I would say is okay, Putin launches a missile. And it's a small tactical nuclear warhead takes out Kiev. Kiev's gone. Do we do we respond? If you answer yes, you need to explain why. Why? Why should we respond? Why should we get involved? Because you understand what happens if we launch. You understand what happens. Have you seen war games? This is what happens. Yeah. They they have these systems so advanced where they where they can detect a, a launch. And at that point, it's game over. That is part of the reason why I think that Putin might not. I I I, I don't know. If I'm a, if I'm a, if I'm a betting man, I'm taking the bet that he's not going to launch one because I think he understands the consequences, and I think he understands that Biden is dumb enough to probably re- retaliate. If we retaliate, why? You need you also need to explain. You need to explain why we would start world a nuclear a thermonuclear war. Over Ukraine, you need to explain why. Well, I also want to explain explanation why this is so important, even to begin with. Not just the nuclear part of it, but we're well, so whole, far past the that. Whole, Joe. The whole dang thing. Yeah, Joe, well, we are so on, far on, past that because because there 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 are senators being asked, you know, well, how much more money are we going to give to Ukraine? And they're like, well, this could go on forever. Well, 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 like um um, so Kissinger was talking about that Starlink went down in Ukraine, and now they're claiming that. Elon Musk is, is, is on the side of of Putin, oh, and please. that, and that they need to investigate why. Henry Kissinger said this. Well, one of them were saying well, that I'm, we I'm need not, to look into. I'm not questioning you, but I, it, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, so they were saying that we need to look into, and also, um, Elon came out and said a poll about um, the the parts of Ukraine that were annexed. I'm using quotation marks because some people don't consider it to be annexed. And saying that Elon basically said, if a majority of the population votes to to become part of, of another country, should that be legitimate? And they were saying, oh, well, are you in the side of Putin now? Are you in the side of Russia? Again, an honest question. An, an honest question. An honest question. And somebody – and you have a lot of these people who a few months ago were saying, oh, we're losing our democracy – and not understanding that a fundamental part of democracy is that if the majority wishes it to be, then it is. That is democracy. <laughs> that is the law. To so, be or not to be. So <laughs> To be. So literally these people would say, oh, well, if a, if a city of Washington 
voted to become part of China, and it was fifty one percent. Are they part of China? And we're like, yes, yes. That's literally how it works. It's all of the all of the libertarian and the and the anarchist group were like, yes, that's what your system of government is. If if fifty one percent wants to be a part of Russia, that is what they want to do. That is the that is what democracy is. That's your own system of government that you will that you claim to be. Um, the savior of the world and that it is worth dying over and that, that, that it is the most single and single handedly most important thing in this entire world is democracy that is what it is if the votes were legitimate in this area of ukraine then yes that should be respected because that is your system of government if a if if the city i live in in georgia if 51 percent of all of us voted and we want to become part of russia what am I or sub- Florida or Florida or yeah Florida whatever what that's that's your system of government that's democracy well he, here's this will prove it for you uh, all these people who are the, the the champions of democracy think Lincoln is some great or a victor <laughs> for democracy well let's well let's think this through the South voted to secede from the north and your great champion of democracy fought a war because you know democ well wait hang on a second Wait, you voted democracy, you fight a war because the, cho- the choice you made in democracy was bad? Oh, wait, so Lincoln wasn't protecting democracy. Oh, so I don't really, su- so you don't support democracy then? Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> we These can't, people don't uh, even agree on uh, their uh, own. Uh, uh, no more mean tweets. No more mean tweets. Orange man bad. Ugh. <laughs> this is why you know it's 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 just just never ending game of well, well pointing out the hypocrisy of the left yes that that is a fun game to play but it's also you know the right gets this wrong sometimes too because I, there are so many right-wing pundits and, and politicians and media folk who are getting this wrong completely too and it, I see this headlines from Sean Hannity about how well if Putin goes nuclear here's Biden's plan and I'm sure it's like, well, he didn't go nuclear hard enough against Putin. Like, dude, stop. He's being soft on foreign policy. So, stop. Can we can we just stop? Anyway, so now that we've beaten that to death, the whole Russia thing, just like um, Jeffrey Dahmer's victims, um, let's move on to something else, shall we, as Mike Klazowski would say. Um, so uh, for those of you who listen to the show and maybe who listen, who uh, consume other – uh, quasi-conservative or uh, libertarian-esque media um, would know that Florida uh, ain't a part of the United States. Florida is, is basically just set up its own republic down there. Uh, they've given both middle fingers to um, to Biden and to the rest of the country saying, <coughs> we're going to do freedom down here. You all could do tyranny up there. Um, that's basically what Florida man, I mean, Ron DeSantis has been saying this whole time. So uh, the Florida's top doc or Florida's top doctor um, as people would say, um, as is, suge- is saying that men aged 18 to 39 should not get COVID vaccine because the jab risk is because the jab risks uh, raises risk of cardiac death by 84 percent. So, uh, of course, the, this article I'm reading from the Daily Mail is just it's just it's so funny because these people who are pushing the vaccines, uh, the, the 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 continuous jabs of the boosters. Are are in such a cult that, that, that they're so blind to the fact that hey, there's un there is undeniable proof 
that the boosters are have are causing myocarditis, the uh, the inflammation of the heart muscle in this particular age group of men. But it's still safe and effective. But the vaccine still saved lives, even though it's quite literally killing people. It still saved lives. What? That doesn't jive. Anyway, so the Florida's top doctors has urged men aged uh, 18 to 39 not to get COVID vaccine, claiming that jab significantly increases and significantly increases the risk of dying from heart conditions. Just Dr. Joseph Leopold, Leopold, L-A-D-A-P-O, Leopold, uh, the state's surgeon general, said the mRNA va- uh, jabs raise the risk of cardiac-related death by 84% in young males. Now, it's funny how the Daily Mail will label him the vaccine skeptic. Official cited a Florida Department of Health analysis to back up his claims, but independent scientists say it contains major statistical flaws. Well, ha- have it, has anybody asked him what he thinks about other vaccines? Hey, dude, what do you think about the polio vaccine? You for it? How about that? How about the whooping cough? You for that? The measles? You, are, are you are you questioning all vaccines? My answer to that would probably be no. I'm per, I'm I, I can say with 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 a lot of confidence that the Surgeon General of Florida is pro vaccination, just not this one. That's that, that, I know that, it's so weird. It's, it's a strange concept. That doesn't have. make you a vaccine skeptic. Somehow you're thinking that the polio vaccine is killing people. No. The polio vaccine has been over. It's been around for a long time, and there has been a whole lot of side effects from it. Maybe because the way they went about creating it was the right way. Maybe because they didn't cook it up in some lab somewhere. We know call, that Trump made this and vaccine. called it Operation Warp Speed. We know that Trump made the vaccine. Yeah, he's like, okay, take some diet coke. That's a great meme. That is a great <laughs> meme. Uh, you save that and send it to me. I I I, I need okay. that. Um, yes, that. Hmm. that that is that is everything okay okay i'll save it okay anyways that's everything anyways but the vaccine is just trump in the back of the white house okay have some diet coke (laughs) a diet coke a little bit of tanning oil just a little bit it's the they call it we call it it's the orange creamsicle color big mac sauce and then and then a drop of my beautiful aryan blood and there we go beautiful covid vaccine a piece of my orange hair covid vaccine perfect (laughs) <coughs> so, <clears throat> because you think there are problems with the vaccine, somehow you're a vaccine skeptic. Meaning that, oh, you think all vaccines, you're an anti-vaxxer, basically. Which is just so patently stupid and dumb that it's, it's, it is beneath a person of science to say such a thing. In a tweet that was censored by Twitter, imagine that. A social media company is going to censor what is and isn't science. Over the weekend, during the, uh, being reported, Doctor Leopold said uh, f- from Florida that he would not be that 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 ah uh, that he Use would your words. that he would not uh, be silenced on the truth. Uh, he now becomes the most high-profile uh, U.S. doctor to break ranks from the CDC, uh, who says the Pfizer Moderna vaccines are safe uh, for the vast majority of adults and children. So, listen to this. The CDC recognizes that vaccines in rare cases can produce myocarditis or inflammation of the heart muscle, but believes the benefit of protecting against COVID outweighs the risk. Now, if we rewind a second, what is the mortality rate for people 18 to 39 from COVID? It's like you have a 99.99% chance of surviving. 
That's pretty high. One might say that's statistically irrelevant if you have a 99% chance of surviving COVID. So, because you have a 99% chance of surviving COVID, we want to give you a shot that has an 84% chance of you dying. Does that sound like a trade, like a, like a fair trade-off? No, that's stupid. I'm get, we're going to dumb it down a little bit for the people who are listening in the back. Dumb it down a little bit. That's dumb. If what, if what this, the evidence that he is producing, the surgeon from Florida, is true, and I think it is, about myocarditis in young men, then we should stop giving this vaccine out entirely. Isn't that why Denmark stopped giving it out? So Denmark and Norway have already banned COVID vaccines for non-seniors, while next month Sweden says we'll stop recommending them for 12 to 17-year-olds. Are they? Are, are all these Nordic countries that we're all pointed to as these great bastions of socialism now anti-vax? Is the entire country of Denmark anti-vax? <laughs> is, is all of Sweden, Denmark, and Norway, all these countries that Bernie Sanders points to as, hey— that is the the socialist haven that we that we need to reshape America into. But oh wait, they're anti-vax, so maybe we can't do socialism now. Oh, sick burn, Bernie, <laughs> loser! You just got roasted by an eighteen-year-old or twenty-five-year-old. Um, so it's this again, so dumb, so stupid. And if you just if you just look at surface level, like like if you look at everything at a surface level, like Trump, you could obviously see that this is just a big game that they're playing with people's lives. So several studies, uh, according, uh, have indicated that the virus is more likely to cause heart problems than the vaccines, which the argument has even more, which, the, which, which makes the argument even more nuanced. I haven't really seen anything about how the so-called long-haul COVID or long COVID, uh, it's just mostly people who are depressed. That's all it is. It's mostly middle-aged white women who feel down because they got the flu. That's what it is. The long COVID doesn't really exist. Well, I mean, people people do still have like lingering symptoms of, of COVID, but not to a, not to a significant degree, though. No, typically, I mean, all the articles that I've read on is people have brain fog or they have um, some kind of respiratory issue or. Basically, symptoms of COVID have just continued. They haven't gone away. Essentially, is what is what long COVID is. But usually, like I had when I had COVID, I had brain fog for about three weeks afterwards, um, where it was it was a miserable because uh, you just can't focus on anything. It's like it's like waking up. It's like always constantly being tired, like like mentally tired. It's like think about you just woke up at three o'clock in the morning, distracted. It's hard to focus on things. Um, so yeah, I mean, I had it and some people are experiencing that, but I've never heard of enlarged hearts as, as a, as a symptom of long COVID. So what I find funny is they, they, they claim that the COVID jabs are credited with saving more than 300,000 lives in 2021. Which I mean, that's, that's probably true. I mean, is it though? Look. I will go out there and I will say that there are some people who who probably should take it, um, but I but I think that the the vast majority of people I think talk to your doctor. I mean that, that, that's literally what I've always said. So let me, let me ask you a question. So they, people should get a vaccine that does not prevent or uh, stop the spread of COVID. If you're in a high risk group, I, I think it can on, provide. Let me say that again. 
people should get a vaccine that does not prevent the getting and the spreading of a disease. Joe, it has helped some people from getting very, very sick with it. That is true. It has helped some people with that. So in those circumstances, I could say yes. But for the vast majority of people, I, I, I don't. I, 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 I'm just going to disagree. Um, no, it, it has helped some people. Maybe. Maybe. But it, yeah, it, but it has helped some people. I think to say. Maybe. But. I, I think to go out there and say, oh, it's helped nobody. I think think that's false. I think there are some okay, people that have been. Fa- sure. It may have helped some people. But for the vast majority of people, completely unnecessary. Yeah, I think that's, I'd say, yeah, unless if you're, again, that's just, the, that's based on, the, based on the, the data that I've seen is that it really only benefits. And didn't they have, um, um, they had um, Paul, Paul um, Offit, who is, who is a, who is a world, world-renowned vaccinologist. Um, Vaccinologist is, is that is that a doctor of vax uh, virologist? No, no. He he actually he's actually, actually developed vaccines. He said that this new round of boosters. He said basically from the data that we're seeing, young healthy people will have, will get no benefit from this. I'm sure he's anti anti vax now too. <laughs> oh, of course. You yeah. know, like the man who's dedicated his life or his entire life to. Um, developing vaccines for children is completely anti-vax now. I, whenever I'm faced with the crowd that says, well, if you question at all any uh, any minutia of the details of this vaccine, if, if you do that and you're now labeled an anti-vaxxer, I'm sorry, but I'm questioning everything now. If I'm not allowed to ask honest questions about your you know, miracle serum that you've co- that you've concocted in a, in a lab somewhere in record time, calling the whole thing Operation Warp Speed. If I'm not allowed to question any of that, uh, then yes, I'm going to question everything now. I should be allowed to do that. We should be allowed to do that. And when and when the president, by executive fiat, says if you want to work in America, you have to get the experimental jab. I'm going to question that. When, when when we see that these jabs are Wrecking the lives of people with infertility. Uh, yeah, I'm going to question that. And now they want us to get one of these things every five to six months. Yeah, I'm going to question that. So I, 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 I'm, I'm not playing this game here. So uh, good on the state of Florida for putting the health first for young people and not recommending a dangerous jab that could be dangerous to people. <laughs> Now, again, let's put a caveat on this. Um, not a medical expert, just my opinion. If you want good at sound advice, go talk to your doctor, make a decision on your own, not because you listen to some, to some schmuck uh, ramble on, on the Internet. So do that first. Anyway, so Jacob, mm-hmm. you and I went and saw a movie last night. We did go see a movie last night. This is true. We went and saw Amsterdam. We did. It's a movie. Yeah, what were your thoughts on it? Explain. Um, well, I, lo- I just quickly looked up Rotten Tomatoes' score. The uh, the official critics gave it a 34%, while the audience gives it, gives it a 60%. Um, I'm somewhere in the middle. Okay. Uh, what were your I, thoughts on it? If I had it? to give it a 1 out of 10, I think I'd give it about a 4.5 to 5. Okay. Um, I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it either. It's one of those kinds of movies that I think you you watch once but never really watch again. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like it, yeah. 
Um, I, I thought the acting uh, was off, meaning that I think... Uh, well, some people were good and some people were not good. Well, if we well, let's put into context here. Uh, this movie had a star-studded cast yeah. of actors. Let's let's go through it. Christian Bale, uh, Margot Robbie, John David Washington, Chris Rock, um, Taylor Swift was in it, Bobby De Niro was in it, Mike Myers, uh, Remy Malk, the guy who played... Um, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, um... I already said Michael Myers, um, uh, Mike Myers, uh, Michael Shannon, uh, you know, a, a whole star-studded cast of famous Hollywood actors. Um, apart from Christian Bale and Mike Myers, I thought everything else was just kind of bleh. You didn't think that um, Robert De Niro was good? Well, Robert De Niro's good in, every, in almost anything he does. Mm-hmm. So that's that just it's par for the course, if you will. Uh, I thought that Christian Bale really uh, just drowned himself in the character, whereas uh, John David Washington kind of just plays the same character he does in every movie to some degree. I didn't think that you look at how Christian Bale carried himself in his character, the way he talked, walked, spoke. You really think that he was from that era where John David Washington was just kind of like, oh, well, he's just playing it as it were today. And I was kind of confused by Robbie's character, Margaret. Is it Margaret or Mar- Margaret? Margaret Robbie, I think is how you say her name. I don't name. know how to say her name. Yeah, you know, I, I kind of agree with that. <laughs> and Mike Myers was spectacular. Yeah, as yeah he is Ma- Mike Myers. Movie. I think Mike Myers gets it's a bad rap as an actor because he played so many goofy characters in his <laughs> life. Austin Powers. But, but, but he really can actually act quite well whenever, whenever he wants to. And I think he did a good job in this role. Uh, yeah, Christian Bale just completely just dedicates himself uh the character he plays is a um wounded war vet and the way that he walked the way that he hunched over like, like he, he'd be like leaning over on a table you could really tell that he's selling it that he has a bad back he has been through heck and back and um even just on the way that he dresses he he's always um a little disheveled yeah, he, he's always just kind of well, he's, not he's put also, together. He's, he's also not... a doctor who's self-medicating. Yes, yeah. <laughs> he's making his own medications for himself. Yeah, but he he's he's not put together very well. He's kind of like he's almost about to fall apart um, multiple times. I think that that was really good. Um, yeah, I think he was good. Bob Bob De Niro was good as well. Um, Mike Marshall that was good, um, but. Yeah, you know, I think the... Well, Chris Rock was completely lost for me. I don't understand the point of what Chris Rock was even there for. Chris Rock played himself, and he was himself. And I think that really hurt the the role. And not that the racial humor he used was bad, but I think he was using 21st century uh, humor and jokes and was supposed to be a period piece, and it just didn't... Uh, it, it it took me out of it. I was like, no, like, wait, he's using references and stuff that we're using now. So it just completely took me out of that. That's probably bad writing on his so, character. So a review that I read said that Chris Rock's character, Milton King, does does little else but shout out racial injustices. Which and, I mean, that's, that's, that's that, literally that, all he did. But but that's not a bad thing of that time period. Like I could get you know a a a black person being upset. But the context in the movie was kind of lost. Yes, the context and the way that he said his, the way that he, um, the 
wording of of the racial injustice i think just took me out of it because i was like i don't think anyone from the, from the 30s would say that the way that he's saying it so yeah he was kind of lost the plot i thought was good as it's a good story that was being told but i thought the execution of the story in the way that the the film flowed was very very poor in my opinion uh, i think the story was kind of cool and kind of um because I, because it actually did happen, and we're not going to spoil it. Because, because I, I did like that. The, the trailer didn't spoil what this movie's about. I kind of went into it. But it was also a little really... subversive too, because I thought this movie was going to kind of be, um, not like a murder mystery, but like a, uh, like a, like a almost like a thriller piece where they're uncovering this larger scheme, um, and these are our three heroes. But it really didn't kind of turn out that way in to some degree. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this article from Film Thread or Film Threat about it, and the the author points out that the the labyrinth of the plot serves little purpose, becoming needlessly more convoluted as it progresses. Uh, I I there were so many points where we were in the movie and throughout the series of acts where. You're getting bits and pieces of what this whole thing is about, but then we shift to something else. Yeah, I felt, yeah. That's I the... thought that was incredibly distracting and uh, unnecessary because this 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 is a a long movie by today's standards. It's what two hours and fifteen minutes, mm-hmm. two hours and fourteen minutes. When really they probably could have cut about thirty minutes of fat out of it. Yeah, it could have been an hour forty five minute movie. I mean, just fine. Um, again, there is some social commentary. Uh, about taking something that happened in the past and adding today's uh, uh, social political commentary to it, which that's something that I loathe. But this was done differently. I didn't think it wasn't as overt no. as some movies have been in the past. Um, but there is an element of that, and it's just it's one of those moments where you just have to roll your eyes and it's like, oh, okay, here we go. Um, but I would I recommend people go see it. Maybe if you like if you like Christian Bale, I would say that if you really love him as an actor, I'd say that you know it, it, for me it was worth going to see him do his his character. He, he was fantastic in this role. Uh, the rest of it, I don't know. I, I I will say that at least this felt like it was um, a movie written for adults. It wasn't written for for children, which I kind of enjoyed. It, it didn't really hold your hand, so I give props to that. And it wasn't a big, stupid, dumb Marvel movie, so uh, it didn't fall any of the tropes of, of, of a Marvel movie as far as writing goes. So. Well, that, that's a huge plus for me—the fact that it wasn't made by Marvel or Disney, because I, I've had it with those stupid fake movies, literally mm-hmm. fake movies. Um, like I, 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 of all the three big summer blockbusters that came out—Jurassic Park, <laughs> World Dominion, um, what was the other one? Uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. And uh, Top Gun. The only one of those that I, the only th- one of the three of those that I saw was Top Gun because I, I just I had no mm-hmm. I had zero desire to see any of the other two because for one, the dinosaur movies they should have died with the dinosaurs because uh, that movie the first movie was perfect. Um, Thor: Eleven Thunder. Um, I, I I am so beyond fed up with with Marvel movies that I can't stand to watch another one. So well, I'm gonna go see that. And then there was Top Gun, which was in many ways a perfect action movie, and um, 
And since I haven't seen, this is the only movie that I've seen since then that was good. Um, we, the, the movie we saw a couple weeks ago, um, kind of that see murder. how they run. Yeah, see how they run. That was another one that was you know was wasn't great, but it was I thought good. that was better than 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 this movie. Yeah, I thought it was it's better. kind of the same genre, if you will. Um, but. I don't know if I would recommend people go see Same conclusion, this. what would you give it a score? What's your, what's your score? Uh, 4.5. 4.5? Uh, a 5. I'm give it a 5. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent to it. I think that the pros uh, weigh out the, the cons. I think it's kind of a neutral film. It's it's fun. Well, see, for me, given the, the cast of this movie, the stars of the cast, the, the expectations, this movie is probably going to bomb. Um, I mean, I haven't even looked at the, the box office <laughs> scores. Um, but it's probably going to bomb, and like you said many times, given today's climate, there's really no reason why you should make a bad movie, given how much money is thrown at these movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of another example of that, of that you have all the star power, and it's going to be a flop. So, Very, very true. So, yeah, that's that's that. Um Anything else, Joe? Anything you want to say? That Any P.S. Billy Martins? It. Hey, baseball. Playoffs are going. We're excited about it. We're going to bring coverage of that. Live coverage of the baseball game. Uh, no, I'm excited about baseball. I'm excited about hockey that. coming back. Uh, is coming back tomorrow. So as of recording this on Monday, we're very excited about that. Uh, I've been reviewing records. There's some new reviews up on the on the FM of the year. Go check that out. And... Um, I guess that's it. Links for everything will be down below, and uh, I think that'll be it. So thanks for listening, and as always, thanks for, uh, thanks for listening.